This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. Back. Hi, it's Pat and Stu. Welcome. Uh, you know, there's nothing better than uh, athletes talking about race oh, relations. Oh, yeah. I tried so hard to avoid this yeah. today. Yeah, I kept yeah. seeing the headlines. See, I was on the way in, and I was listening to uh, CNN's uh, morning show Yeah, um, and uh, on the radio, and they said, Hey, coming up, you're going to hear what happened with the, ESP, uh, the ESPYs and a speech about racial uh, cops. And as I turned the channel, I said, ah, I bet you I won't. <laughs> uh, I, I, that was a tease that uh, made me leave immediately. Um, however, here we are. So yeah. I, I apologize for this, and hopefully you know that we're going to make fun of it, and at least maybe you'll stay for it. Apparently at the ESPYs, uh, LeBron James, Carmelo Anthony, Dwayne Wade, and Chris Paul Addressed. Oh, good. Shootings. Good. Yeah, here's one. Can't wait. The events of the past week have put a spotlight on the injustice, distrust, and anger that plague so many of us. The system is broken. The problems what? are not new. The violence is not new. And the racial divide definitely is not new. But the urgency to create change is at an all time high. Trayvon Martin, Michael Brown. What about them? Tamir Rice, Eric Gardner. Laquan McDonald, Alton Sterling, Philando Castile. This is also our reality. The racial profile. What, what is a bunch of names? The shoot to kill mentality has to stop. Oh, Not gosh. seeing the value of black and brown bodies. Oh, good God. Has to stop. I can't. But you know what? It has to stop. It's stupidity like this. The endless gun has to stop. In places like Chicago. Dallas, not to mention Orlando, it has to stop. Enough. Explore these issues. God. Speak up. Use our influence. I wish you guys would explore violence. the issues. And most importantly, oh go back to our communities. Gosh. Invest our time, our resources, uh, help rebuild them, wow. help strengthen them, help change them. We all have to do better. Could, could that have been dumber? Oh, that was... Uh, if they tried, yeah, if they came out and tried yeah, no. to do it, could have been. Parody a bad so. speech about race, could they have done it any better? Uh, that is... Uh, uh, that was his dumbest. So I guess all the... I mean, I, I, mean, I Plus, don't... Plus, what happened in Dallas? Uh, five white guys were shot dead by a black man. Right. I don't know if you know this. What are you Trayvon talking about? was not, not shot killed by, a, by cop a cop. And also was shot by a Hispanic man. Uh, justifiably, according to courts. Michael Brown? Justified? Yep. 
uh, I mean, oh, what the hell? Most of those were justified. Yeah, uh, the Chris Garner thing uh, that is that the one, one in co- New York where he was strangled? That we that criticized. Was, that it was horrible. Yeah. And I mean, there are horrible things that happened, and that was one of them. Again, naming, but, let's good. say, uh, eight names of things Jeez. you perceive as tragic that you can't even come up with eight actual examples of what you're right. talking about. You come up with maybe right. two or three that might be real. Uh, you know, even if it was eight, even if it was a few hundred. I mean, while that would still be terrible, we all have, you know, talked about how, uh, you know, the rates of so many other things are so much more prominent. Mm-hmm. I mean, you live in a country with over 300 million people. The, you know what's amazing about a country that's that big? Everything happens. Good things, bad things, things in the middle. They all occur over and over and over again because there's too many freaking people to make those numbers zero. And when you have um, a, uh, a police force that is constantly being shot at, that is constant. I mean, again, what is it? 90 percent or 80 percent of all people, black or white, who get shot are armed at the time. Yes, Many 90, times, most of the time. 96% cuz only 4% are unarmed. But well, unarmed black men are 4% I believe. Okay. Um, so there are some unarmed <clears throat> white men as well. However, uh, even the unarmed uh, white men mm. that does not at all mean that those are unjustified shootings. We just watched one uh, watch one today. Just watched one today which is totally justified to me. We won't It I was a white kid, white guy, he's 19 years old yeah. and he kept reaching behind his back. back would not, would not like, take his like he was taking a, a gun out of his belt and the cops said Put your hands where I can see him. Get down on the ground or you're going to get shot. Yep. Which is what happened. He got shot. Because he would not take his hand out. And then he kept, well, while he was on the ground, kept reaching for things. Yeah, so they kept shooting him. I, I don't know. What, what are you supposed to do if you're a police officer? You, if you communicate to somebody, hey, you're going to die if you do X, and they continue to do it. Well, 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 you're going to die. Well, yeah, I mean, it's yeah. a threat to them. I mean, what are they right. supposed to do? Oh, you know what? Uh, hold on. Let me just text my wife and tell her I'm never coming home again. I mean, what, what, right. is, what is their option right. there? Um, I, I, you know, and I don't, if you, I mean, from the perspective, even if you open your mind up to, uh, to the perspective of an, of an NBA player, obviously, this uh, tortured life that they lead. Yo. Uh, oh my gosh! It's so making oh thirty gosh. million dollars oh. a year. Uh, LeBron's making. Actually, we have the full list of the uh, Forbes, and LeBron is number eleven. So he's seventy-seven million. He's not even number one. How does he survive? That's a good point. Um, I mean, how, on seventy-seven million yeah, dollars a year, how he lives. pretty I tough. I don't know. That's pretty hard. I don't know. But uh, you think about that for a second. Um, you know, if you can't even come up with a full list, you're up there naming names, and right off the bat, at least half of those names. Uh, approximately half of those names were not examples of the thing you're talking about. Um, it's hard to understand how you can think that's a real thing. It's hard to ex- understand how you could think it's a real movement when you can't even, in your highlighted speech, come up with enough names to fill a short list on stage. Yeah. yeah. I mean, maybe, perhaps, your argument isn't as good as you think it is. And And, and then he has the balls to say... Uh, research these issues. <laughs> yeah, you know what you, believe that's me, that's what I recommend for you, LeBron. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, that's what I recommend you, all five of you guys do. That is unbelievable. I get one, two, three. I guess it was only four. Um, wow, that's hard to take. Uh, and but, I, I'll say this, with the exception of Chris Paul, not a lot of shots going around that uh, that particular announcement. Is uh, I mean, with Carmelo and Dwayne on the team, that's it's tough to get tough to get the ball. Yeah. It's gonna be t- it's gonna be tough yeah. to, to get a shot off. 
Eh, LeBron's certainly a great passer, though. Uh, did where, where did Wade? Are they? They're not all on the same team. No, they? they're just. We are. Yeah. We are celebrities and important right. people. I mean, I, I, look, I mean, look. There are a lot of things that suck in the world. Is there anything of less value than the ESPYS? I mean, I, in, in the entire globe, <laughs> Jeffy, you've seen every show ever broadcast. Is there a worse one than the ESPYS? I, do, I Stu. I didn't watch it. Uh, since, wow, wow, that says wow. a lot. Okay. Since last year, wasn't it uh, Caitlyn? Uh, was Caitlyn Jenner last Jenner year? Last I mean, year, all it is is a left-wing political uh, rally. I mean, it, stop it. Which one is more left-wing? Seriously, the DNC or the ESPYS? I don't even know. Oh wow, they're oh, essentially the exact same thing at this point. Right. I mean, what a waste of time that thing is. You know what this puts me in the Ugh. mood for? A good white privilege poem. Yes. That's what it puts how, me in How is there not a white privilege poem during that announcement? I don't know. <laughs> uh, that I'm disappointed. I don't know, about. but fortunately we have one now to follow up the announcement. Dear women, I'm sorry. Dear black people, I'm sorry. Dear Asian Americans, dear Native Americans, dear immigrants who come here seeking a better life, I'm sorry. Dear everyone who isn't a middle or upper class white boy, I'm sorry. I have started life at the top of a ladder while you were born on the first rung. I say now that I would change places with you in an instant, but if given the opportunity, would I? Probably not, because to be honest, being privileged is awesome. I'm not saying that you and me on different rungs of the ladder is how I want it to stay. I'm not saying that any part of me is for a moment even liked it that way. I'm just saying that I you have to go to the bathroom, being privileged and I'm not ready to give that away. <laughs> I love it because I can say and not one of you is attributing that to the fact that everyone with my skin color has a dirty mouth. I love it what? because I don't have to spend an hour every morning putting on makeup to meet other people's standards. I love it because I can worry about what kind of food is on my plate <clears throat> instead of whether or not there will be food on my plate. What? Yeah, I mean, jeez, this is shocking. This is the dumbest segment I, of television oh, in the history of the, of the universe. I uh, and, and that's not an offense to uh, to Andrew who put this together and pulled these videos, but I mean, his IQ must have dropped fifty points watching these things today. This is, uh, I mean, what's the uh, it's the Billy Madison? We're all dumber for having heard it. I can't. I, I cannot describe how ridiculous this is. Mm-hmm. How on earth does society create a person who believes that? How, how, oh, I don't how know. on? I mean, one singular person, let alone the millions you that bet. agree with this. I was just going to say, there's and, a lot more than that one. And I'm sure tens of thousands who clicked like because they thought it was so powerful and impressive. I mean, what the hell is going on? I, I don't. I, how can you? I mean, as the parents of that kid, I'm sure they're proud of him, and and, and obviously he seems. Like, there's a difference between intelligence and being informed and correct, right? Like, I mean, he seems like an intelligent kid. Right. He's, he's memorized this poem. I guess he wrote it. Looked uh, like he had some bladder issues. I don't know if that was... Uh, he did. <laughs> the way he was oh, kind yeah. of hopping no, that, around and stuff in there. I, that's like that I'm performance poetry, right? Though, yeah. Like, you know, yeah. I guess it's, it's like you're supposed to show how into it he is. Yeah. And obviously he's watched that before. But, I mean, that is just... Utterly stupid. Every point he made is, is, is horribly dumb. And there's more. Oh, good. Which is beautiful. Oh, boy. Mm-hmm. Here it is. I love it because when I see a police officer, I see someone who's on my side. <laughs> to be honest, I'm scared of what it would be like if I wasn't on the top rung, if the tables were turned and I didn't have my white boy privileged safety blanket to protect me. 
If I lived a life lit by what I lack, not what I have, if I lived a life in which when I failed, the world would say, told you so. If I lived the life that you live. When I was born, I had a success story already written for me. You, you were given a pen and no paper. I know it wasn't us eighth grade white boys who created this system, but we profit from it every day. We don't notice these privileges, though, because oh, they don't come in the form man. of things we gain, but rather the lack of injustices that we endure. I don't know who because this is. I, I can't take I it. Yeah, that's that's that. Right. We've, we've, we've endured yeah, more than enough of this little moron. Uh, I, I, nobody gave me anything because I was white. Not, not one single Sorry, thing was I given here. Have this career. Have this success. Have this all prepared for you. We've, we've prepared everything. Now here it is. Now you make all this money and you do all these things and, and you've got a great life ahead of you for the rest of your life. And nothing bad will ever go on. I All mean, right. that is just asinine. It's so bad. I mean, it's, it's like asinine. There's a moment coming up where they, you know, like someone tells him the tooth fairy doesn't exist. You know, and it's like I mean, he's I gotta have, what this... a weird realization moment that I must know. be for somebody who's who's indoctrinated to that level, who thinks that's Ooh, going on. Yeah, it's bad. Very strange. And, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's born to millionaire parents or something. I, I my parents worked three freaking jobs yeah. to make twenty eight thousand dollars a year. If that, I, to, I mean, that was the yeah. peak of their earning with three jobs did you what wait is, but what about your whiteness what was the whiteness premium on that job uh like, would they triple the salary because you're white no, no. it's still it stayed it's at twenty eight thousand dollars a year wow i mean my i remember yeah. my mother working deciding look i'm going to work nights a couple days a week because that paid extra yeah i just so she could make a few extra dollars i just went to my uh my hometown and stayed at the house i grew up in with my family and i was stunned to find out because i I didn't know any better when I was a kid. It's a 1,200-square-foot house. That is not a mansion. That is not a, 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 a mansion. Bed. No. I mean, and it's, you know. And my mom's lived there for 50-some years. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's funny because if you really, like, if you look at the uh, groups of people who complain and have that argument, like if you were going to rank them the, the, on the ladder, right, the lowest rung on the ladder as far as complaints about this sort of thing are older black people. Mm-hmm. They have seen actual injustice. They right. have seen actual justice. At the top of that ladder are rich, spoiled white people mm-hmm. who sit here and say, oh, well, it mu-. like it's in a way so it's insulting. Insulting. It's insulting. What he's saying to the black people is, I'm better than you, but mm-hmm. let me give you an exa- a reasoning for that that will make you feel better. Like, let me, I can explain why I'm so much better than you here with uh, the color of my skin, so it's not your fault. But clearly I am better. But let me explain to you why I'm better in a way that doesn't make you feel bad. It's, I'm not better than black people. That's, that's the amazing thing. I'm not on any other rung. We're equal people. Uh, uh, we got no a damn way. constitution that says we're equal. That's yep. what it's here for. I mean, and I understand that that has not been the case um, uh, for all time. However, it is better in this country now than it has been at any other time in any other place on the earth. I, it, I don't know what standard you're supposed to mes- measure it against. Perfection? Because you know what? No society is ever going to be perfect. We are moving in the right direction. We have been doing that for a long period of time. And I, part of these things, this goes back to the Wade thing with, uh, with LeBron and all of that, uh, as well as uh, what he mentioned in there. Like, I feel uh, I'm happy that every time I see a police officer... Um, I see them as a friend and not an enemy, someone who's going to help me and not someone who's going to hurt me. Well, you know, maybe that's part of the issue. 
maybe if people like you weren't out there all constantly, and again, you're a kid, so whatever, but your parents are out there saying uh, these things and trying to convince uh, everyone that that's the case all the time. We had a, mo- a moment off the air this morning where Glenn was talking about, um, you know, look, you know, he was talk- we, were tr- we were trying to understand and, 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 and delve into this right. issue. And Glenn said, look, I mean, you know, I've never been harassed by police. Stu, have you ever been harassed by police? B- Pat, Jeffy? And we all were like, well, Jeffy said yes, but Jeffy committed multiple <laughs> felonies. Um, but, uh, but we all said no. Uh, I was like, no. And then we pulled out the list of, of, of the study we were talking about, the Harvard study about police harassment. And on there are two things that have happened to me. I actually, by their definition, have been harassed by the right. police. However, I didn't see it as harassment. I saw it internally as somebody trying to do their job as they try to protect my neighborhood. Mm-hmm. If you teach your children that every time the police do anything that you find inconvenient, it's harassment, well, of course you're going to see them as enemies. When I stopped on the white line before the crosswalk and oh my, my tire was touching it, I thought that was police harassment. But you were so. pissed off about that. <laughs> yes, but you didn't take it as, well, but they're trying to give me a hard... You told as, because I'm white, he right. was hassling right. me. You took it as the guy's trying to get his ticket money and yes. it's annoying. Right. And you know what? It wasn't a hassle? Yeah. Have you complained about it? Yeah. Sure. Does it change the way you feel about all police officers? No, of not at all. Of and you've had no. bad experiences with it. Now, Jeffy, again, is, is had you know, so multiple, Jeffy. Jeffy, oh, felonies. my God. I mean, Jeffy's got a police officer police. issue in his uh, in his cr- it's stuck there in his craw. He should have had his craw surgically removed. Like I, I should have, but ago. I haven't. And it, you know, it started many um, years ago. It did it many years ago. Yeah, with the cocaine bust. I remember that. Yeah. Well, I mean, they attempted to bust. We didn't. <laughs> All right, triple eight seven two seven. Back. You know, more than half of all homes in America uh, find themselves in an area known as natural disaster danger zones. Yes, uh, everyone in Jeffy's neighborhood uh, is what? included. Uh, well, because uh, Je- yeah. every area that Jeffy lives in is a danger zone mm-hmm. because he lives there. Right. I mean, and it's kind of, I mean, I wouldn't say Jeffy's natural. There's a lot of chemicals going on. But, I mean, generally speaking, he was born at one point, so that's mm-hmm. natural. There's a chance a disaster could wipe out everything you own if you're in one of these areas. Of course, really everybody's got some. I mean, it, a natural disaster danger zone is probably measured as like a high percentage chance that something could happen relatively yeah. however everybody can be victimized by a natural disaster and there are 100 percent of americans who are in uh, danger zones for terrorism or something or if if there is god forbid a societal food chain type breakdown everybody yeah. is included in that yeah so don't be caught unprepared my patriot supply makes it easy to build your emergency food supply so that's one worry that you don't have to have if you've got a food supply um and uh, they're going to take take away the vast majority of issues that could ever face you with this, um, which is a four-week food supply for only $99. So you go in and you invest 100 bucks, uh, and what do you get out of it? You get four full weeks. We talked about this before and made these comparisons, but like you go to Applebee's, right? If your family of four goes to Applebee's, there's an appetizer, drink, uh, dessert, um, and, and a meals for four. You're up at 100 bucks already. That's yeah, one night out. This is a month of food. For $99. So don't wait for a disaster to strike. Get prepared right now. Order online at preparewiththeblaze.com or call them 888-411-5290. 888-411-5290. Limit two per caller. Preparewiththeblaze.com or call 888 In the next 19 seconds, you could sell your home. 
okay, it's, I mean, it's not going to sell your home, I mean, this, but it, you're going to take a big step toward getting it sold. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com and find an agent selected by my team, a professional who shares your values and speaks the truth. Sell your home fast and for the most money. Get moving at realestateagentsitrust.com. Triple eight seven two seven. Should we get this breaking news here? Um, sure. It's close to. It's not. I don't know that it's official because of the thing that happens after the comma. But I'll give it to you anyway. This is the Hill. Or excuse me, RollCall.com. Mm. RollCall.com uh, <coughs> reporting um, Trump to pick Mike Pence. Comma says source. So I mean, I they do put that in the headline, which is a little bit less than them saying it's definitely happening. Um, but they are reporting it as news that. The pick is Pence. Um, and uh, there's some evidence to back that up. Obviously, he was there um, the other night and did for breakfast in the morning. He is not scheduled as a speaker. Where Newt Gingrich is on day three, Pence is not. If you have breakfast with somebody, you got to be your vice presidential pick. That's official? That's official. Wow. Yeah, it's state law. I have a lot of vice presidents. In Indiana, it's state law. And so... Uh Trump was going by state law. The other big thing is Pence has to announce that uh, whether he's running for governor or not. That has to happen quickly. Before noon tomorrow. That's how close it is. So we should, by the way... um, We should know by probably the end of the day, you think, if that's official? The official announcement will come during the radio show tomorrow. Um, Nice. He says it's 11 a.m. Eastern. So um, we will have that to carry for you on the radio show. That's 10 o'clock Central. Thank you. And, wow. uh, Thank you, Pat. And 9 o'clock Mountain and uh, 8 o'clock. Yeah, what time is it in Hawaii? I don't know. I don't know. Well, so you're saying our Hawaiian viewers have to just figure this out? Uh, Got to figure it out. Check your local listings for the time <laughs> in your area. Triple eight seven two seven deck I think Hawaii is actually, what, uh, four hours behind Central Time? Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I think it is. Anyway, uh, even the Washington Post found Barack Obama's claim that it's easier to get a Glock in black neighborhoods than a book. Uh, And they they found that ridiculous. Right. Although they kept trying to justify it uh, throughout the article. They only give them three Pinocchios on it. I mean, that's it's a total stupid lie. Again, is one of these things that fact check organizations do like they go through this step process of, well, he does have a point that there are areas in America where uh, there aren't a lot of bookstores. Well, that's not what he said. Okay. <laughs> Areas where there aren't a lot of bookstores. Right. You're in a book desert. Yeah, that is legitimately what they're talking uh, about throughout the article. Um, uh, uh, now, listen, listen to this. I thought this was fascinating. Among teens whose families earn less than 50 grand a year. So uh, less than 50 grand a year. We're talking about families on the, on the lower income side. Not necessarily poor, but less than $50,000 a year. 78 to 83% owned or had access to a desktop or laptop computer. So you're talking about 80% Uh basically of teens. Does 80% of teens under $50,000 have a gun? No. I'm going to go with no on that. No. Um, The same uh, study found 88 to 90, or excuse me, the the Pew Research study found the number was higher, 88 to 92%. So about 90% had access to that. I mean, and certainly the number of books for books is 100%. I mean, I would say 
you know, certainly there's probably some house somewhere, like, you know, Jeffy's house, for example. Well, like when Jeffy read. was growing up, Jeffy he didn't have read. any books in the house. Yeah. Uh, he still has no books because he can't read. You know, uh, there might be a are few smart. for his kids and his wife. His kids are smart. That's the thing. So there's he, no books for him. Like, obviously, at, when he <laughs> was a kid, there were no books in the house. We know that. But I'm saying now there are plenty of books. I had, I had a lot of magazines. I bet you. But they're all picture magazines, if I remember. Well, there were a couple of words. <laughs> um, but, I, you know. Was hot one of them? <laughs> the, the number. Yes. Yeah. The other was turn so. page. Uh-huh. <laughs> that gives you needed the instructions? Yes. Um, uh, the number of per- kids with books in the house is, I would say, 100%. Without oh, fail, yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I mean is on. it possible someone's in a cabin on a on a mountain somewhere? Everybody knows being it held was an asinine statement. It was a non-presidential <laughs> statement. It was something you don't say at a memorial service oh, for five certainly. murdered yeah. police officers. Pat, you don't even say it in a political stump speech. No, you shouldn't. Um, you certainly no. don't say it at a, it's, a, it's a memorial for policemen. I mean, it's terrible. It's Moronic. asinine and wrong. Um, th- this is what they say. The president can make a point. Um, oh, here it is. The White House noted so uh, in the context of the speech that Obama was speaking about the lack of opportunity and ready access to guns in many communities, mm-hmm. particularly low-income areas. It's accurate to say that there are communities that lack education, employment, and health care resources. Well, first of all, I thought the health care resources was solved by Obamacare. But, um, and it's fair to say in some communities there is ready access to illegally obtained guns for teens. Now, access? Well, you've banned it, right? These are mm-hmm. illegal guns. You're saying there's better access to illegal guns than legal books? It's insane. Not to mention the idea that there is actually no uh, constitutional right to health care. There is one to firearms. Yeah. Um, so even if it were true, there would be actual reason for it, but it's not even close to true. The president can make that point, however, without resorting to such an exaggerated claim based on no real statistics and which does nothing but distract the public. The president earns three Pinocchios. Why didn't he get 60 of them? Well, because it's the Washington Post. But getting credit for at least, A, addressing the issue complete uh, at all. Yeah. And then for for calling it the lie that it is. Right. And, you know, three out of four Pinocchio is pretty good. But they have a I think they have Jeffy, you know, the rating Mm -hmm. system over there. But I think they have a pants on fire equivalent, which is like, you know, there's it's like beyond five Pinocchios. It's like zero. Is that Politifact has fact? pants on fire. Right. Yeah. I think there's, I think yeah. there's an equivalent at the Washington Post. I could be um, wrong on that, hmm. but uh, whatever it is, they should have had the absolute highest amount of Pinocchios, y- yes, or whatever. Yes, they should have, um, the truth is, that is a madness. ridiculous overstatement. It's madness. I mean, can you say, as they point out, um, there might be an area like you might think that there's an argument for more books, or you might think there's an argument for more healthcare, or you might think there's an argument uh, for some of these things, um, and you might think that illegal guns are available. Uh, too frequently. All those things you can make an argument for, most of them aren't even really true, but let's make the argument. You can even say that, um, but you can't. Uh, I mean, never have I seen them go so far to bend uh, a truth. Although I did see one, on, I think it was PolitiFact the other day. I swear this actually happened. I could have dreamt it, but I swear it happened. They actually said, um, someone said, well, the government is forcing you to buy health care, and they said mostly false. <laughs> And their argument what? was, well, it's not government health care. No, we didn't. No, not, the government is forcing you to, to buy, buy health care. Now, in, I will say, uh, in the uh, Supreme Court uh, ruling on this, they said you can pay the fee instead of getting health care. So I guess that's their out. But come on. I mean, as anyone speaks about this in normal parlance, we all know exactly what's supposed to happen here. Is that You're the post, supposed, or was that That one was politifact, I believe. These fact-checking sources are 
pathetic. Some, I mean, PolitiFact They're is pathetic. worse than the Washington Post. The Washington Post yeah. is better. Um, and, wow. uh, you know, they all mm. occasionally find um, some, they occasionally all do pretty good work. It's just that the percentages are much lower at some of them than others. Uh, yeah. Whew. Uh, all right. Do we have the, the photo of the little boy that was flipping off the cop car? Uh, is, I mean, this just goes to show the the problem that we yeah, uh, we have about. right now in this country and there he is it's been blurred out because you don't want to see that finger what uh, <laughs> it's kind of weird that is it's uh, kind of weird and anyway he's flipping off the cops uh, I guess he, is that a black kid must be right or is it a white kid it's hard to tell well like his, his face is so blurry yeah I wonder why and his hand is so blurry too how do we know he wasn't uh, some people are, thumbs up some people are born blurry. I don't know why. Yeah, it's so sad. It's a, it's oh, a yeah. like rare Jeffy, birth defect. For example, Plus, I wonder, I wonder if he actually knew what he was doing. <laughs> no, no, I'm you sure his I mean, kid, kid. Oh, no, no. I'm you know, sure his parents said, oh, I'll go up and flip off that cop. And he just did it. Like, he oh, probably he's such a cute no, little kid. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> ah, ha, 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 ha. Let me give this, because this is a perfect tie-in, too. Can we do the BLM uh, Black Lives Matter claims uh, uh, piece, but this says differently video here? It's the second one on our list. This, this video um, is amazing. And it tells you so much about Black Lives Matter. So much. Here is an incident with police. Now, it's going to start off, I believe, with an injured police officer down below this bridge and the Black Lives Matter protester yelling things at them. Watch. So so this is is some earlier footage here. Now, you kind of see... There's police down below. They're just sitting up there. This is the protesters. Um, now, look down. That Police officers are injured. One piggly wiggly down. They cheer. Now, the white woman comes up here in a second, who's also a protester, and tries to, uh, wait a minute, but I just want to know, we just did, we don't like violence. This woman here. Listen what the guy says as she says it. People need to know Black Lives Matter does not condone throwing As she's saying they don't condone violence, he says F the police. Now watch this. This is the most yeah. last And they're throwing part. stuff at the police. Yep. Look at this last part, though. And there's a guy again, like, in a mask. Again, they're coming up. Well, this guy spits at one of the officers here, I think. This guy, yep, spits at him. Flipping him off, spitting. Yep, yep there you yep. go. Yep. Spitting at the officers. Now watch this part. Now you're talking about a group of people that you say mm. will fire on you at will because they hate you so much. And you're throwing firecrackers that simulate the sound of a gun going off? Are you trying to incite them to shoot you? Yeah. Imagine if you're a police officer sitting there and you, these guys are throwing stuff at you, stuff's going wrong... You start hearing firecrackers going off. The first thing you're doing is turn around gun pulled. And are you pulling the trigger? You might. You just might. And you know what? It would be completely justified if they did. If they did and thought those were fire, uh, someone firing on them, they should turn around and start shooting. Now, of course, the police, yet again, are so restrained in this moment that they don't actually do it. But if you actually believe the things that Black Lives Matter is saying they believe, would you ever throw firecrackers 
at the cops no. or throw them in the general area so it sounds like gunshots are going off? It makes no, no sense. Sure doesn't. It's as if they don't believe it at all. Yeah. They know the police are not as unrestrained as they say they are. They know they're not these bad guys. They know they're not these racists because the racists would take that that opportunity to blow away 10 black people and they'd all walk away from it. Because the, the, the black people were stupid enough in this particular situation, these black people were stupid enough to throw firecrackers at them. Well, of course. And, and somehow the police don't do anything about it. They've spit at them. They've been flipping them off. And then the one... Throwing stuff at them. Yeah. And Rocks then, and whatever else. As the woman is saying, look, we to Black Lives Matter does not condone violence. F the really? police! It's, exa- <laughs> it's bleeped, so obviously you can't hear it. But how amazing is that as yeah. she's saying it? And, of course, they're throwing things at them. they got a, an injured cop down there, and they're, they cheer it. They cheer the injury. Yeah. And then say, one piggly wiggly down. I mean, this is, uh, you know, people keep getting in trouble. Like, they were trying to get Tommy on this network fired because she apparently um, uh, made some uh, negative comparisons to... Uh, to black for, for Black Lives Matter to other racist organizations. How do you look at those videos and not not think they're very similar? Yeah. Now that does not mean every person. Obviously, there's someone there saying we don't condone violence, but the group as a whole was saying the opposite. They were cheering injuries. They were excited this was going on, and they were seemingly trying to incite a violent reaction from the cops. I don't know what else do you think. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents too coming up. Big, uh, you know, the story is going on as we're uh, on the air where there are now actual reports saying that Mike Pence will be the VP choice. The Trump people are coming out from the campaign and saying uh, not so fast. So they're uh, they're saying no decision has been made or that the decision will be announced uh, on at 11 a.m. Eastern time Friday. So mm. we will know, uh, you know, certainly by this weekend. 11 a.m. Is, inter- is an interesting I time. can't about. wait to find out. 11 a.m. is actually, Pat, the latest mm. hour they can wait and still make it Mike Pence. Because at noon, he actually has to give his decision as far as mm. running for governor. I wish he'd announce it right now. I'm so excited. I'm not excited. you exci- excited? I, yeah. I'm I, so excited. You're... Gosh, who could it be? I don't know. Gosh, but... Who might it be? I mean, oh, wow. It's just, I'm tingly to think. Your point. The the the, guy I'm not going to vote for, who could he run with? I don't know. The mockery of your point is a good, (laughs) I mean, I, the point of your mockery is is well made. And and I I don't care about his. Yeah, I don't either. I don't care. I only care from the. It's it's uh, newsworthy. It's newsworthy. And like, I. These stories are interesting, how they come to these decisions. I yeah. just don't care because no matter, I mean, literally, if he chose you, Pat, I still wouldn't, sorry, but I would not vote for him. Whoa. Like, I, I there's, there's literally. I, neither would I. Yeah. If he, neither would I. If he chose my wife, I would not vote for him uh-uh. for, as president. No. That is how but bad. But none of us would be his running mate either. So. No, of course. <laughs> That's a good that, uh, but like, there's, no, there's not a person on the planet that could make me vote for Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton. No. They're, they're, um, it, it could be Ted Cruz. 
and I wouldn't vote yeah, for the most it. It would just make me lose respect for Ted. Yeah. And it's the same thing that's oh going to happen with Pence, by the way. Um, now, look, he's at, Pence is at the point now where he obviously wants this. Yeah, he does. Um, so I mean, he, I've already lost respect for it. It's interesting because Pence, before Indiana, endorsed Ted Cruz. You know, showing that, you know, he's got some, he's got some conservative credential, right? He's got, he's got some yeah. conservative principles mm-hmm. and he's got the conservative credentials to back him up and to say, yeah, okay, this guy is legitimate. And now he's, you're going to be the vice president, uh, choice for, for Donald Trump. Now you've lost all credibility with me. All of it. You know, I, I, I don't respect that at all. What are you what are you doing? How how do you agree to that if you're a conservative? Yeah. And you have principles. How do you go with this? Guy? No, I mean I couldn't. There's I mean could you he's g- fighting hard for right. it. Like too. if if uh t- you know, Jeb Bush offered Ted Cruz the VP, it, it would not bother me. And again, like I, I would not vote for Jeb Bush, but I can understand someone taking that role. Sure. There's something to that role, obviously. Some many vice presidents have become president, which is obviously mm-hmm. a big right. deal. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, you know, there's something to that role. There's influence. And again, mm-hmm. like I, is it good that there's a conservative, someone who's actually a conservative in there with Trump? I mean, maybe, but I don't think he listens. I think he listens to his kids. Um, I don't know. Th- I don't know that he listens yeah. to anybody else. Yeah. Um, but besides that, like I, this is it's so far over the line. It's not even a consideration. Um, but it is. I still find it interesting from that political intrigue standpoint of like I just want to, I want to know who's going to win and and, and mm-hmm. how he's got to come to this decision. And like I will, I, that mm-hmm. part of it typically fully enthralls me. I really like it. Uh, now it's like eh, I'm kind of interested. I mean, you know, I haven't been interested for weeks. Like now that's a day away. I'm kind of like eh, I wonder who it's going to be. Just doesn't make any impact in my vote. Yeah, I'm interested to see like what he does as far as a campaign. That will it help him win and all those things. I just don't care if he wins, but yeah. I am interested to see. From a, it's it's just sports to me at this point. This election mm-hmm. is just sports. Uh, I don't. I, I, I I'm a fan of it from. Or I'm interested in it from that perspective of like, wow. I wonder what will happen. Who will win? Who will lose? This is what the polls say. Here's what they. Here's what they don't say. Here's you know. I, I, like that stuff still interests me. Just don't care. I don't care what the outcome is. It's like watching a Super Bowl between, uh, you know, uh, I'm trying to give a couple of, uh, I was going to say Jacksonville, uh, you know, versus, <laughs> it's like, I just like, you know, I mean, I'll watch the Super Bowl. I mean, but uh, I don't really have a rooting interest with the Jacksonville and mm-hmm. I don't know, New Orleans. But it's still football. It's still football. Yeah. And at this point, any football is good football. If Jacksonville were playing the Cleveland Browns today, I'd be watching. Because that's how much of my, I miss football right now. No kidding. So, yeah, yeah, I do not. Uh, I'm, I'm, you're right. Anything. We, were, uh, there, we talked about this the other day. There's three debates scheduled, according to Keith Malinak, our nerdy um, producer, who um, the first thing he does when he sees a debate schedule is go to see what um, NFL uh, games are up against it, which, by the way, I fully support him doing. Um, and uh, it, all three of them are against NFL Games. I think two of them are against Sunday night games, and one of them is against a Monday so night So we game. do have three scheduled debates right now? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Oh, now, we don't know who's going to be in them, uh, as uh, Gary Johnson has hit, I think, 12% on multiple polls now. Yeah, that's... Now, 15% so is that threshold. Get 15? He, he, oh, might get on, wow. he might get on stage. He might. Probably not. Oh, they put, a, they put a threshold of 15? 15. 15. <laughs> Did they really? Yeah. He might get such there. A, I mean, it's, he might get there. I can understand. I he might get there. Uh, he might. He might. I mean, again, it's just polling. It's not actually getting 15% of the vote. He might get there. The, the interesting thing In about... In one of the polls we just had this week, one of them had uh, the other candidate 
any other candidate at 13%. So can he get to 15? I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. There was 13% for some other candidate other than Hillary or Trump. And then there was, there was, so that was 13. And then there were six more undecided. If some of that goes to the third party guy, maybe he gets to 15. He's got a shot at it. I mean, you know, there's been a couple of polls that have come out today. Rasmussen now has Trump up by seven. Holy cow. That's amazing. There's no other poll. The, the oh, best was that the, other poll. The Drudge headline? Probably. Was that Rasmussen? <laughs> I bet it was, yes. Yeah. 44-37. Uh, yeah, 4 yeah, 4 I thought it was, but whatever. Okay. It was about six or seven points. So Rasmussen, again, out of the, uh, I think it's nine polls now that since the beginning of the year that have showed Trump winning in any margin, five out of the nine have been Rasmussen. Um, it is Rasmussen, 44-37. Yeah, so 44-37, a six-point lead. Um, now, that being <clears throat> told, um, at the same time, Reuters has it at 46-33 for Clinton. A 13-point lead Reuters now has for Clinton. So a 13-point lead for Clinton <laughs> wow. and a seven-point lead for Trump. Wow. Um, the best that's only poll, a 20-point spread, though. Just, a, just that's it. That's all. Um, but the, the best poll outside of the Rasmussen poll for um uh, Trump is uh, uh, there's one tie. There is a CBS poll that has them tied. Oh yeah. Now, so shockingly, that. you're not seeing yeah. most of these polls posted on Drudge because no. he's obviously a shill for he Trump. Only seriously, um, he only yeah. shows the favorable Trump. Uh, of course, I mean polls. He's obviously, I mean, just legitimately he's straight out of, part in of the, the campaign. Yeah. It has been for you know a long for time, for almost a year. Um, so but that's not a surprise per se. Um, but I, it is kind of interesting to see that play out because still most of the polls show Clinton leading. Though I would say, as a, as a, an, a mildly interested observer, that the, the, it has narrowed a bit. Um, That's funny that as you're saying this, I'm looking at the Drudge Report, and on the upper left, uh, right below the Drudge Report banner, uh, Rasmussen poll, Trump 44, Clinton 37, CBS, New York Times, 4040. Just those two. Just those two. Yes, those two. Now, here's here. Like this <laughs> no is legit. Mention there are no other polls anywhere in the world. You can't find another poll. Let me give you. Let me give you. This is a, so right great. now looking at a real clear politics average, which is a, you know kind of the mm. standard one that people would report if they were trying to report fairly. There's more advanced things than this, but this is what you have. First poll: CBS, New York Times, tie, the one on the Drudge. Right. Second one: Rasmussen reports Trump plus seven. Mm-hmm. Here's the others. Clinton plus two, Clinton plus three, Clinton plus 11, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus four, Clinton plus two, Clinton plus six, Clinton plus four. <laughs> and not one of those. Not one uh, of those is featured for some the bizarre report. reason. Huh. I, I understand. As I'm an opinion guy. Like, we do a show in which we just spout our opinions all freaking day. I understand having an opinion. I understand yeah, having a show the other interest, ones. But we show the other ones. We, show we the other say ones. what the weak points are. How you could go to a site... That continually does this to you is Crazy. perplexing I, yeah, to me. I don't know why you would want something not one-sided know. in that I want per some person to win because that's something. This is a there. He's lying to you. He's mm. telling you that Trump is running away with this thing when there's no other evidence of this. Clinton is winning almost every poll. <laughs> <laughs> and again, the with the exception of Rasmussen, he's won. Four out of 72 polls or something this year? It's not like it's like, well, it's a split. Like, he's losing almost all these polls. And again, I believe it's tightened a few points since the Clinton FBI stuff has come out. I think it's probably gone from a six or seven point race to a three or four point race. 
But I mean, how do you go to somebody who continually lies to you like this? I, I don't understand it. Yeah, Drudge and Breitbart are just Oh, it's pathetic. so bad. More patents too coming up in a minute. Drudge now uh, is saying Trump picks Pence as uh, his headline. As I went to check He's your poll thing. denying that. Right? He is, but I mean, if Drudge is saying it, it's essentially an official campaign react- <laughs> rollout. I mean, right? It's probably true, yes. In fact, he says, probably true. Trump-Pence rollout in Manhattan Friday morning. Hannity, uh, Fox News VP interview Friday night. Shockingly, Hannity got the first interview, which, I mean, you know, he should get, by the way. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, he definitely deserves As helpful as he's it. been to the Trump campaign, I would say yes. And he then deserves. first joint interview with CBS, 60 Minutes, uh, Leslie Stahl, Sunday. So there you go. Okay. Um, interesting. And uh, by the way, uh, it would be interesting to see, as a bunch of reporters are pointing out, that Hannity actually said, as we kind of noted on the radio show as well, that he would be disappointed if it wasn't Gingrich. So now he's not mm. getting that. He's going to get mm. Pence, supposedly. Kind of interesting. But I, 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 is there still the idea, potentially, that, um, you know, uh, he's doing this as a, as a head fake? You know, someone else that wants someone else to win has rolled out this name so that, you know, uh, uh, Trump picks somebody else. Um, mm-hmm. I would say normally this would be a confirmation um, because they wouldn't make Drudge lose all this credibility by announcing the wrong pick. But then again, is there any left? I mean, I think the odds, like mm-hmm. if, Dr- if Drudge reports mm-hmm. in 15 minutes that it's actually somebody else, I don't think anybody's going to, you don't knock the Drudge report at this point for that. I mean, if you're going there to, try to get reliable information, you probably stopped clicking a while ago when you were going to InfoWars every three stories. Yeah, so I, I, th- I think Drudge has reported the uh, water that is turning the frogs gay, hasn't he? Yeah, I think he has. Uh, I, I think he true. has. And, you know, <laughs> you go, to, you click on that story and it's a direct link to in- InfoWars. And so, yeah, Drudge has no credibility anymore. None. Man, what are you going to do? 888-727-BECK. 888-727-BECK. <laughs> Uh, what are you going to do? We, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? You know, um, uh, what are you going to do? The Indianapolis Star is also reporting now that <laughs> uh, that uh, what's his face Pence is dropping his run for governor. Oh, <laughs> that's the call. Wow, really? That Why would he do that? Saying. So, I mean, that's pretty. That's 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 pretty obvious then that he is in fact the guy. I mean, all these things yeah. coming together like this. Yes. It's got to be Pence. Indianapolis Star confirms Governor Mike Pence will be. Donald Trump's running meat. That is a actual wow. headline now. So there wow. it is. Wow. But it's a weird choice just wow. because it Pence sure is. Is, uh, is mm. really boring. <laughs> no offense to the guy. I mean, I think he's a, he's a much bit more conservative than Gingrich or Christie. Um, but I think maybe, maybe the yeah. play is he's not going to overshadow Trump's personality, which is probably the right thing to do in this situation.
Triple eight seven two seven back. It's Pat and Stu. Uh, New York poll, New York Times poll uh, finds that the email scandal is apparently weighing a little bit on Hillary. Uh, she's now tied with uh, Donald Trump in this uh, New York Times poll. And, you know, is that what it is? I don't know. Maybe. I, mean, I, I don't think anybody cares about the email thing anymore. Yeah, I mean, it, she did have a, a week of negative coverage over it. I don't yeah, think I, I guess. may have moved her. Again, this is also within the margin of error of the last poll. It was last poll was a six point margin for Hillary. Um, which uh, which would make a three point margin of error for them to be tied, which is well mm. within it. So, possible I mean, has it moved? Possibly, I think. I, mm-hmm. I just looking at the breadth of polls, not just the ones that we're going to tell you about because we like the result, but the all of them. What you see, I think, is a movement slightly towards um, uh, towards uh, Donald Trump. Trump. However, <laughs> you know, like for example, Reuters is going the opposite way. Yeah, uh, it seems like going the other opposite way than that. Trump's gotten a lot of coverage for this vice president thing. I mean, this has been going on and on. We've got the convention coming up, right? And Hillary's just kind of been laying back. I know the email thing, but she had her uh, big endorsement from Bernie Sanders on the, the Friday after uh, Dallas. Sorry, nobody cared. Yeah, uh, I mean, I, I I don't know that the Bernie endorsement matters. To yeah, I mean, it was so long, it was so, so late, and so, so I mean, it would matter. Endorsed her before, really, by saying he would vote for who's right. Vote for um, it's interesting because you know, uh, it's we're I, going to have the most progressive uh, uh, Democrat platform <laughs> in American history. Uh, so what? I, I mean, Bernie, they, is that you? I mean, that's. That's the only thing that scares me about about the Hillary and uh, whoever she chooses ticket is the progressive platform. Well, it's, I, I believe that they've put together the most progressive in history. Yeah, and well, I mean, interesting thing about progressivism it pro- is progressing, progressing towards something. Um, and what is it progressing towards? Left wing Marxist policies. Yeah. So everyone right. should be the most progressive ever because it's, that's the whole point of the movement is to pro- slowly progress right. it. Uh, and with with Sanders, who's an avowed socialist, uh, with his input in it, and he said he had a lot. You, you know, it's not hard to imagine that that's a bad platform. A little bit farther. Yeah, it will be interesting. It's a bad to see if platform. The VP of uh, on the other side is going to do that because tr- right. Mike Pence is socially conservative. It's a mm-hmm. guy who has argued, um, as Bill Crystal has just pointed out, argued eloquently for the Iraq War, something Trump says he opposes, um, and uh, argued for the surge, which of course Trump was not in favor of. Um, many of the social issues that Trump is either wishy-washy or straight out not in, in, uh, in, in alignment with, uh, mm-hmm. with Pence. Uh, tr- Pence has also argued multiple times for free trade. He's a free trade guy. Um, well, so is Donald Trump. He's all about free trade, Stu, just no, with, with uh, you know, certain tariffs. He's all about free trade. Except for the free Except part. for the tr- tariffs. Or the trade part. Um, and of course, obviously, he backed Cruz, though that Cruz endorsement was very weak. Yeah, it was. I mean, you know, I think he saw the writing yeah, on the wall at that point and did not really endorse him. Um, but uh, it, interesting. I, I don't. Uh, I don't know. I mean, with Hillary, I think it's it's one of those things where she is thinking to herself, "Just don't screw this up." And that's always a danger. We know this from sports, Pat. And it's always dangerous to take that stance where you're like, I'm not necessarily trying to win. I'm trying not to lose. Oh, yeah. That's um, when you lose. Yeah, it's a lot of times when you lose. Um, and she is, I think in her mind, all I got to do is not, not really piss people off. And they'll vote against Trump. Uh, from ProPublica, this is kind of interesting. What Newt, Newt Gingrich really thinks of Donald Trump. He apparently told a closed-door meeting earlier this year. That Trump's not a conservative, well, obviously, 
speaks to voters at the lowest level of any candidate in either party and could lose in a landslide if he didn't significantly change his approach. Uh, how we make the transition from, you know, language for fourth graders to real policy, I don't know. I mean, that's that about sums it up. And, and so for him to have been, and maybe it was this that stopped Gingrich from being the vice president nominee right now. Maybe, maybe Trump. I mean, if you say this about Trump, you're not going to be his friend, right? <laughs> this guy is not going to take kindly, even if it was said earlier this year, he's, he's not going to like that. <laughs> uh, and this is all this stuff is coming up. It's already starting to come out. Governor Mike Pence, September 8th, 2014. Uh-oh. Trade means jobs, but trade also means security. The time has come for all of us. Obviously, it's going to change in the middle, uh, slide away so I can't see it anymore. The time has come for all of us to urge the swift adoption of the Trans-Pacific Partnership. <laughs> the swift adoption of the thing the head of the party is campaigning against strongest. <laughs> swift adoption. Okay, good. Not swift enough. Good, 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 good. I mean, that's it's the same thing with Gingrich. I mean, the problem is with Trump. He's obviously so bad from a cons- from any perspective, but a conservative mm. perspective in particular, that no matter who you name, you're going to have tons of the stuff. So yeah. you can't really sweat it, I think, if you're Trump. You've got to come out and just say, like, because Christie obviously said lots of stuff about him during the primaries that were, was bad. True. Uh, Pence has, has done it. Um, Gingrich has this thing that we just went over. I mean, you know, the, the, he basically, in this uh, tape by Gingrich, says if Trump's the nominee, he's going to lose in a landslide. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. Um, and it'll be interesting to see what, what kind of attack ads Hillary comes up with. And, and as a matter of fact, we have an example of yeah, one of them pretty, now. Pretty powerful. This yeah. is pretty good. I'm wondering, um, it and seems like it would, it would work. It's uh, just but. the beginning. You know, it's, it's going to get a lot worse than this. But here's Hillary's first. I love the old days. You know what they used to do to guys like that when they were in a place like this? They'd be carried out on a stretcher, folks. And you can tell them to go themselves. I could stand in the middle of Fifth Avenue and shoot somebody and I wouldn't lose any voters, okay? It's like incredible. When Mexico sends its people, (laughs) they're bringing drugs, they're bringing crime, they're rapists. You know, you could see there was blood coming out of her eyes. Uh, blood coming out of her, wherever. You gotta see this guy. Oh, I don't know what I said. Oh, I don't remember. He's going like, I don't remember. Our children are watching. What Our exactly children and grandchildren will look back at this time. Wow. At the choices we are about to make. The goals we will strive for. The principles we will live by. And we need to make sure that they can be proud of us. Okay. Of course, the hypocrisy of that. (laughs) The hypocrisy of that. Completely. But again, take this from the... Almost intolerable. Take it from the Uh, 99.4% of people who don't pay attention uh, to politics or know anything about these issues. I mean... They they do the thing that Jeffy would advise, which is mm-hmm. to uh, she's not screamy, she's calm, she's it's measured. Ad. It's an effective freaking we've re- ad. We've redressed she, her a little bit. She doesn't yeah. look like Chairman Mao. Right. So she, he he looks like a and he looks like a maniac. <laughs> she has in that been ad. dressing like Chairman Mao. Yeah. <laughs> but he looks like a maniac in that ad, and she looks very. Now, of course, you're going to try to do that all over and over again, but you don't you don't, you don't have. I mean, you don't have those stuff. No, 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 yeah. no. I mean, I can't think of anybody else in in all of politics that has as many things you can pick apart than Donald Trump. I mean, you know, 
there's just a I mean, in the middle of this ad, there's a headline that says Trump mocks reporter with disability. Terrible. <laughs> I mean, I, seriously, as Teflon as Trump is, I don't know how he got away with that one. Yeah, that one's a really bad one. That one's pretty bad. And, and the usually, background of it is, is, is even worse in that, like, yeah, right. he knew who he was. He'd known him for oh, years. Yeah. He denied knowing him. He mocked yeah. him because of his disability. I, mean, I think he got away with that one be just simply because the guy, they interviewed, didn't they? They only interviewed him once or something. He just went away. He did go away. Yeah. yeah. He, he didn't mm-hmm. want to make it about him right. to his credit. I mean, he's, I don't think he's a you know, conservative. By or maybe means, Trump but, paid him off. Who knows? I mean, I wouldn't put that past him. Either. I wouldn't either. Who knows? Uh, here's a historic national convention that makes this year uh, and the, the either convention look pretty tame. In 1912, Teddy Roosevelt stormed the Republican convention. Uh, after two terms in office, Roosevelt retired from the Oval Office in 1909. Um, and his protege and fellow Republican Taft took over, uh, who, whom he called the most lovable man he knew. William Howard Taft. William Howard Taft, who was... Overweight. Right. Uh, During Taft's term, though, the uh, bromance apparently soured as Taft opposed his predecessor's view of the judiciary. Scandal between the chief uh, forester and the secretary of the interior led Roosevelt. Boy, there's nothing that gets me hotter than a beef with the, uh, you know, the official forester. Uh, if If the chief forester, especially... The chief forester is on the not on the same page as I am. I might even call for a firing squad. That's how you, pissed you, off. Well, I that's, get. you have a bumper sticker on yes. your car that says just that. I, I, uh, I don't know how I phrased it I when I said it the first time, but yes, it's there. It's there. No, it's we'll, there. we'll find it. We'll, we'll show you a picture of it. I'm sure tomorrow. <laughs> uh, so anyway, evidently. Uh, unsatisfied, having given up his power, Roosevelt challenged Taft for the nomination in, in 1912. Roosevelt won nearly all the Republican trima- primaries. Uh, Taft's men, though, controlled the Republican National Committee and uh, awarded enough delegates to his side to give the incumbent, incumbent the nomination. Uh, but then Roosevelt and his supporters stormed the Chicago Convention, prepared to take the, uh, to take the nomination, which he said the people had decided by any means necessary. Uh, he told his nephew that his supporters would use roughhouse tactics and terrorize the party's leaders if they didn't take his side. But Missouri Governor Herbert Hadley, the Roosevelt supporter tasked with uh, launching the aggressive plan, chickened out at the last minute, failed to give the signal to, to uh, start all of the uproar. And Roosevelt walked out, mounted a third-party vid, of course, the progressive party candidate, and split the Republican vote with him so that Woodrow Wilson won the election. But that was uh, that was a nasty that was a nasty convention. Then in nineteen is it the twenty four convention where it took a hundred and three ballots to decide the thing? I think it was a hundred and three ballot that was a pretty good one too. Uh, there's hmm. there's been a lot of conventions that certainly topped this one for fireworks. Yeah, well, I mean, it hasn't happened yet. We'll see. I mean, who knows what Trump's going to do, I guess. Uh, I mean, it's true. It, it should be. It should be the best spectacle of a convention ever. Let's hope because so. it's Trump, right? I mean, that's yeah, his, this is be. his game. And that's what they're, that's what um, they're counting on. Mm-hmm. Someone posted a picture of some of the speakers, and uh, there's a lot of good-looking speakers, I will say. 
I mean, obviously, Tim Tebow is a good-looking guy. Tebow. You got uh, golfer Nancy Gulbis. She's good. Who's pretty. You know. Um, A lot of good-looking people. uh, Obviously, Ivanka. Very pretty. Ivanka Mm -hmm. uh, was once. Uh Oh, Ivanka, his daughter. Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. I was thinking of Anna, right? Yeah. Oh, Ivana. Yes. Ivanka, and I think her husband is speaking, too, right? Jared Kushner. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I think he's speaking... I don't, there's not too many surprises among them. I mean, I, no. I mean, well, you got like Bobby Knight is in there, isn't he? Yeah. Um, yeah. There's some sports guys in there. Uh, Tebow was a mild surprise in that, like I hadn't heard him say anything positive about Trump, I, but he's I've definitely either. like a Republican. Yes. He seems like I think of Tebow certainly as more religious than political. Um, so I'm mm-hmm. mildly surprised just because obviously Trump is is not, not religious religious in any way. What? Yeah, no, I know. Well, except Shopping. for the special place where he's got all those Bibles, and in both Corinthians, the second Corinthians, two Corinthians. <laughs> sorry, I, even, I couldn't even, I couldn't even screw it up right. The two Corinthians uh, is his favorite. I mean, yeah, he knows all about going in. You sip a little wine, you move on. Right for the communion. Yeah, yeah. That's it. So a little, a little, a little, that little wine. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, triple eight seven two seven back. There's more patents too. That's. You know, inevitable. I wonder if people are still sending him Bibles. You think? Oh, they send him Bibles all the time, Jeffy. Really? All the time. Hmm. Yeah. Intriguing. Uh, Sponsor this hour is Super Beats. Super Beats, uh, we've been talking to you about this for a while. Now, of course, you know beets. They're that weird alien-looking vegetable thing. Uh, That's how I talk about them. But they are, of course, a nutrition goldmine. They are used by elite athletes to give energy. Within like 20 minutes, you get a burst of energy when you use Super Beats because Super Beats uh, is the best way to get all the goodness out of the beet without the beet taste. It is very good uh, to drink, and, you know, it's, it's, it's a delicious drink. You don't have to worry about uh, seeming healthy. You don't have to eat a salad. Okay, one shot, and you're going to get all the goodness of the, out of the beets that you need. Now, there's a couple flavors. you got black cherry. That's my personal favorite. There's also original with natural apple. So to get some, again, you're talking, this is going to last you a while. One of these little tiny containers is going to last you a while. Go to stewlovesbeats.com, stewlovesbeats.com, or call 800-951-8896. You'll love the results, or they're going to give you your money back, so nothing to risk there. 800-951-8896 or stewlovesbeats.com. Some of the uh, speakers that will speak at the upcoming Republican uh, convention, it starts on Monday, right? Uh, we have Congressman Mike McCall from uh, the Houston area. We have Sheriff David Clark. He's a good speaker. Blaze Radio personality. Yep. You can watch uh, listen to his uh, podcast. Senator Con- Tom Cotton. Uh, Mike Huckabee will speak. Oh, good. Of course. Uh, oh, Rudy, man, I was hoping for been that. Been a big supporter. I, I believe. hoping for that. Yeah. Said you're not a Republican if you don't support Donald Trump. So you get okay. that, got that sort of uh, blind loyalty from uh, sure from Huckabee. You'd expect him to get a slot. Uh, he's a moron, so you'd expect him to get a slot yep. mm-hmm. at a moron's convention. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, <laughs> we got um, Mayor Rudy Giuliani uh, will be speaking. Melania will be speaking. Yeah, that's uh, the that first should be interesting because right? yeah. you can barely understand her. She's got that broken English thing going on, uh, and it's it's difficult to understand some of the things she says. Um, Senator Joni Ernst 
As long as she's not blocked by a huge podium, nobody will care. <laughs> she is easy on the eyes. Who is this again? Melania. Melania. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, why not? Right. You got to yeah. you got to roll out the uh, the spouse. That's typical sure. at every convention. Although it's a kind of a is that a first day slot? Did you say? Yeah. That's an odd place. Yeah, it is. Usually, I mean, like one of the best speeches. Ann Romney gave a great speech. Yes, yeah, she did. Um, she was really good. She was great. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Laura Bush was always solid um, when she was out there. Kind of milk toast. Yeah. Sort of. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, uh, then, you know, later on, Tim Tebow speaks. Uh, so does uh, uh, Ted Cruz will speak and hopefully not endorse. Um, I'd really like him not to endorse. Yeah, I mean, I, I, we should address this because I've had some, I don't think he will. I don't, a, I, I don't think don't he will. I don't think he will. Um, B, I'm really rooting for him not to. I will have a huge problem with it if he does. Me too. Um, so, I, mm-hmm. I, you know, to be clear up front, I will be critical of him if he does. Ted, if you're listening. Uh, right. And you care. Not that he cares at all please, um, about please what we think. Please I will say this, however. I, a lot of people were like, oh, gee, Cruz is folded. He's going to speak at the, the convention. No. No. Uh, why it's is a Republican It's a Republican convention. convention. He has delegates. Right. He's the, it's hundreds it's of delegates. It's not called the Donald Trump convention. Right. I mean, I understand that. Like, if I... I can understand. I would have understood him not going or not taking the slot. But I mean, the fact that he took the slot, it depends on what he says at the speech. If he says we need to come yeah, together right. behind uh, Donald Trump, I'm going to have a big problem with it because yes. it's so obvious he, he's he a ter- he, he was going to be a terrible he, president he from Cruz's perspective. That would be. Uh, he can't say uh, that. Uh, I, I mean, guess Pence that would be considered what a, a soft. Christie's going to say it. Pence is going to say it. You're gonna, at least half that field is going to come out and say something like that. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I, look, I just. But Ted can't. Ted, no. Ted shouldn't. I mean, he's got a strong brand, and he should continue it. Mm-hmm. And obviously, he also cares. I mean, it's not like it's not just 2020 posturing. It's like you know, and the guy cares. And he, he, how can he come out and say a guy who you think is a cancer, to quote Rick Perry, is going to be a good president of the United States? I don't. I mean, we critic. We were critical of Rick and who we like about that. I mean, you know, it's it's just a it's a, it's Ted a silly Cruz, game. If Ted Cruz endorses Donald Trump, we truly are done. We're doomed. It's over. Well, it's over anyway. Oh, we're over. Well, it's his over. endorsement does not play into that. One. It's over. <laughs> <laughs> We've been doomed and done for a long no, I mean, time. It's, it's literally. Uh, it's who are you kidding, Jeffy? <laughs> that, the, the Cruz thing has nothing to do with that. <laughs> I mean, that's already that issue was. Decided it is interesting a while who isn't ago. there, and according to the New York Times article, Rubio's not there. Uh, he said the, the, some of the people that uh, aren't there who Trump said he would invite. Uh-huh. Uh, promoter Don King, thank God. You know who else? Sarah, Sarah Palin. Palin. Yeah. Not there. And uh, Tom oh, Brady. That's a good choice for him. I mean, oh. I'm surprised. That's a little bit of decent judgment that's from, sh- from, from uh, Donald Trump, because she unless is he pulls, flat out awful. Unless he pulls her out as the actual vice president tomorrow, just to throw everybody off the yeah, Oh, I hope he does. I fun. still hope I do, the, too. I still think that's the best that choice. That would be great. That um, would be fun. That would be fun. She, and, 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 this is what you're She's terrible, Trump, though, right? I mean, I mean, you wouldn't give her a slot. Would you give her a slot at the convention? No, no way. way. She's terrible. She's awful. I mean, her only good moment, essentially. She's embarrassing. Uh, you know, really, I mean, not her only one. Early on, she had a great moment where she had a, a great speech. Was that at the convention her first speech? I think it was. I think yeah. it was, and it was great. I think it was. It was great. She was really um, good then. Oh yeah, the and hockey mom speech or yeah, whatever. She's, yeah, and yeah. she's yeah. gone downhill ever since. Since then, and, it's been a disaster. And now fault. she's a parody of herself, and yeah. and she's an embarrassment. And so, for Trump Literally to realize that and not Im- invite her is, you know, that to his credit, because he's an embarrassment. <laughs> to realize she is as well. Yeah. It's pretty good on it, his part. It is. Ac- I, I have come to the point with Sarah Palin where I can't 
watch her speak without that uncomfortable, good God, what is happening? Yeah, you're almost feeling. embarrassed like, for it. it, it actually, I don't even like her anymore, but you're almost yeah. embarrassed. You almost feel bad for I can't her. even, like, um, like, get any joy out of her looking ridiculous. Like, it's just like, I, it makes me feel <laughs> right. uncomfortable. It's like, it's like watching a kid try to remember, like, a song and stopping in the middle of it and failing. Like, it's like, oh, yeah. darn it. Oh, yeah. Well. She, I mean, she utterly, as we said, um, you know, she is, she, well, she's an embarrassment, but she is the eternal answer to the question, what did left the liberals get right? Right. Because some people will be like, oh, you can't even compromise. You can't say the liberals did anything right. The left has never had anything right. Sarah Palin. Got it. You nailed it. Good not, for the, nailed it. not for the same reasons. Not, well, some of the same reasons. Some, yes. The fact that she doesn't know what she's talking about. I mean, yeah, that was true. one of their main arguments true. against her. And, uh, yep, ding, 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 you nailed it. Yeah, you nailed it. She does not know what she's talking about. Now she can parody. She can parrot some uh, claims she's heard on, you know, uh, you know, Fox News maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, you know, the, the fact that she was so e- uneasy in her ability to speak about these issues, it, I always took initially as well. You know, look, she's walking into a tough situation. Uh, she's, uh, you know, uh, you know, she's thrown into this like national spotlight. None of that was true. <laughs> she's just an idiot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did I summarize I, that well enough? I, I mean, it's so bad now that I, I think she did say, "I can see Russia from my house." Yes. <laughs> I would that- say they actually. I mean, uh, in all honesty, Tina Fey undersold who she yeah. is. Yeah, she did. Undersold it. She's actually worse than this. Yeah. She's actually worse than the I can see Russia from my house lady because <laughs> at least that is a country. <clears throat> and and for her to Let's use that, uh, we I won't go there. Yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> uh, Jeffy, so who else uh, is on that list of not being invited? There, there was Don King, and Sarah I, Palin, is that it? And Tom Brady. Oh, According Tom Brady. to that article, now that, that article mm. said that those were those were three that weren't on the list that Trump had said he was going to invite. I wonder if he did invite him. I don't and Brady. Yeah, I got news for you. Uh, uh, no, uh, Trump was not turning down uh, Tom Brady. Tom Brady. No way. Tom right. Loved right. No way. Sure. Tom Brady is. I mean, who down wouldn't Trump. love to have Tom Brady? Yeah, any, right. uh, yeah anybody. Would. I mean, any any candidate would. And any you know, well, he's been supportive. Trump doesn't want, or Brady doesn't want to make himself into a, a divisive no. political no. figure. Right. There's no no upside for Tom right. Brady. So There's he, no upside to Tom Brady at all. His whole life is all upside. There's no upside to do anything. <laughs> he didn't have to walk out there. It's just All it is is upside. There's Wouldn't no going up from where he is. It would not surprise me at all if uh, Trump asked him and, yeah. and Brady declined. Yeah, Tom, yeah, look, I, I'd, well, you know, Todd, Don, I'd love to help yeah, you, but I, 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 can't, can't. I can't. Come on, I can't. I can't. I'm busy. I've got... Uh, it's not, I don't even think it's... He may very well be supportive of Trump as a candidate. He yeah, has, he might. He yeah. has said some things that would indicate that, but I mean, come on. Let's and he had it. the hat, you know, in his yeah. locker and all that. Stuff. He's actually said, like, I'm friends with him and I like yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so he has he, said that. He's even gone further than just having the hat in his locker. He's, mm-hmm. you know, I think he probably is voting for Donald Trump. However, there's a line, um, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. from saying you're going to vote for someone and you know, speaking at the convention on the and behalf. inviting the scorn that would come to you from oh, Patriots fans because yeah. you. Wanted him and not Hillary. Right. I mean, can you imagine Massachusetts? What you what you'd be up against? Uh, yeah. There's no. That's a no win situation for him. So, so just those three, pretty much, right? Yeah. The, and that that's it. A, yeah, that's what the New yeah. York Times said. All right. But uh, you pointed out Rubio, which is an important Rubio. One, yeah. Uh, that is not part of not it. That's, coming. That's pretty surprising. You know, the problem with the Republican convention is, other than Tebow. And maybe Tom Brady, who you could you could invite, but he obviously chose not to. 
there aren't a lot of celebrities that you can include uh, because yeah. there are no celebrities who are Republicans. <laughs> very, very few. Who are you going to invite? Donnie and Marie? I mean, okay, you could invite them, but do they help? Eh, not really. No, yeah, right. I mean, I, I think there's there's usually some sports Kelsey celebrities. There's there's Kelsey Grammer. There's John Voight. There's some Voight. of the guys. You know, like, yeah. and they're all yeah. good people. But and it's I like, think Voight would probably do it for Trump. Yes, I think so too. I think the right. issue here, though, is, and I, I've said this for a while, it's not just about 2016. What have Democrats learned about our society yeah, boy, no for oh 2020 and 2024? Oh my God! You're telling me the Rock. Isn't going to be their candidate at some point. You're telling well, me. Well, he just not- said. Yeah. He just why said, and we didn't have we didn't have it uh, on radio. I mean, we had it for radio, but never got to it. Yeah. But he has said people are you know starting to come up to him on a regular basis now and saying, "What about you for yeah. president?" And he's taking it seriously now. Right. And I don't know what his political views are. He actually, I believe, appeared at a Republican convention a while ago, I but he he's did. not an actual Republican. I think he kind oh, of just not. did it as the like a wrestler appearance. Oh, as the uh, Rock. Yeah, because so if you he- listen to this speech it wasn't particularly republican at the time and even and that even that's going back i think it was 2004 where that happened Uh, i could i could be wrong i could have been 2000 and i just think look i i am not a wwf wwe fan at all um i don't like any of that i think it's just stupid i mean you know i guess it's my thing and you know i you know a lot of people like it i understand but i have really come to 2000 2000 it was the 2000 election I've really come to really liking The Rock. Like, he's a likable celebrity to me. Yeah. Like, he is a guy who, um, you know, I think works his ass off, not just obviously at the gym, but, I mean, works his ass off in his job. Anybody he's, who he's can eat funny. nine pounds of fish every day. Right, that's what you got to take your head off to yeah, him. Yeah, and I, I just, I, he's just a likable guy. He sure know? is. Um, uh, you know, so I think there's going to, the, and as we say this, like, the Democrats... And I'm not talking about policy. I'm not talking about intelligence. But the Democrats have all the the big star celebrities. Yeah, like you, probably you, The Rock. You got Will Smith. Yeah, you, I mean, think maybe. about some of the characters. Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks. I mean, you could pull out any of these people, and mm-hmm. you know, when and it comes probably to win. A, when it comes to a point that the party that was supposed to be about actual intelligence, actual um, uh, a a policy basis, the people who aren't about emotion, they're about. A consequence and about um, depth. When those people are selecting Donald Trump, what can you get away with on the left? <laughs> you could, uh, seriously, could Anything. run Taylor Swift for president, she'd win. Yeah. And, and people would be like, wait a minute, she's not even 35 years old, she can't be president. I don't think it would even matter. I think they just put her in anyway. That's I mean, a stupid rule. Right. <laughs> we gotta amend the Constitution. Why? We do whatever the hell we want anyway. 35? What is 35 what? Mm-hmm. Years? What's a year? There'd she'll, be some way around it. She'll be yeah, 35 someday. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, give her, you can always run Will Smith first. By her third term, she'll be 35. Yeah, Don't worry about was, it. Was More patents too coming up in a minute. Breaking. Um, oh, good. Trump has not hit 43% in any poll since uh, last winter. Okay. So I think he could probably win with 43%, though, right? 
I mean, Clinton did. Well, if there's 19 people in the race, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and Ann Coulter has come out on the uh, VP pick. This is uh, interesting. Again, I, you know, no interest really in in what Ann Coulter says outside of when she's being critical of Trump. Disappointment. Because she's obviously a Trump, I mean, she's the biggest Trump cheerleader this side of Drudge, right? I mean, and Breitbart. It's like Trump, uh, Coulter, Breitbart have been essentially without criticism of Donald Trump since Working for the campaign. It's not 100% true, but it's very close to being true. Uh, She says, withholding comment until it's official, but if claims about Pence as VP are correct, boy was I right about this being Trump's first mistake. I mean, again, can you imagine thinking in any context that Trump hasn't made any mistakes in his campaign? I mean, that's ludicrous. Pence is the combo platter of disaster. Um, when she, she knows, says, and hope, she knows combo platters of disaster. Yes, she does. Yes, she Being does. the ultimate combo platter yes, of disaster. Yes, she does. She says, I hope Pence is not she true. Knows, um, she says, where, wherein lies the greatness of Mike Pence? Links to a story. Better VP picks for Trump. Chris Kolbach, that's the guy from Kansas, right? The anti-immigration guy from uh, anti-illegal immigration guy from Kansas. Um, Scott Brown, what? Um, Pat McCrory, Mike mm. Crapo, David Clark, again, a Blaze radio personality. But I mean, a sheriff in Milwaukee mm-hmm. to to VP would be an interesting journey. Her boy for Chris him. Christie isn't on that list. Um, she said Mike Tyson, <laughs> my next door neighbor. Obviously, getting into okay. some jokey at the end. But mm-hmm. you're right. You think uh, Christie was the one yeah, she wanted she for president? Love affair with mm-hmm. Chris. Um, Trump has twice Bush's IQ. Why would he pull a Harriet Myers? Hey, maybe Trump should go ahead and pick Harriet Myers as his VP. Well, she is not conservative. I once thought she was. Uh, that's clearly not the case. Trump um, crap you know, would be good, though. I <laughs> yeah. Yes, it would. You know, another person that's not on the list to speak uh, that I just thought of was is Sean Hannity. Because, I mean, he's uh, been a big uh, Trump guy. I'm surprised oh, he's not yeah. speaking. You know, some people have mentioned mm-hmm. that um, and in a trying to be critical of Sean. Yeah, sense, no, I, I actually I, don't. I think that would actually be a really good pick. I'm not. I mean, oh, for vice president? For vice president. Hannity is a guy who understands the media. Yeah, he he's does. good at television. Uh, he he can he's obviously likes Trump quite a bit. Still, Agreed, uh, you know, I mean, he's defended him essentially every turn, mm-hmm. um, uh, you know. And it would be a certainly would be damn interesting, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, it would it would certainly make a, a media. F- and Hannity's not the type of guy who would come out and say tons of crazy things to overshadow Trump. But he understands uh, the way the media works, and I think he'd do a really good job. I, I, I if I were Donald Trump, I would give serious consideration to that. Now, I, my guess is Sean Hannity would say no. Because, you know, it's hell of, first of all, hell of a pay cut, as, Boy, uh, as the joke goes. Uh, but also, it's, you know, it puts you in a tough box. And, you know, I mean, he's got a great gig and he's assigned for, I think, a long time. Uh, he'd have to give up all of these incredible jobs that he has. You know, I, my guess is he probably says no. But if I were Trump, I mean, people were talking about Joe Scarborough. Wouldn't you rather oh, have please. Sean Hannity? Oh, oh my, my gosh. gosh. I mean, Joe Scarborough. Right? What a disaster that would be. I mean, uh, no. Has Sean, Sean hasn't had anyone accidentally fall in his office, has he? <laughs> <laughs> and, wow. <laughs> I mean, I'm, just, I'm just asking. That's all. I was just. You mean like a 28-year-old intern girl uh, who died? Yeah, no, it's funny you mentioned that. I was just thinking that somebody would have an accident. Sean hasn't. Sean hasn't had that. Right, right. So, yeah, I don't even know where you're going with that. (laughs) Uh, 888-727-BECK, our phone number. From Mental Floss, the real ghost hunting history of the Aykroyd family. You know, Dan Aykroyd was obviously in Ghostbusters. Um, Samuel Augustus Aykroyd, a teacher turned dentist who Hmm. kept a farmhouse 
uh, in Ontario like to host seances. He liked them so much, in fact, that he invited a medium named Walter Ashurst to be his house guest in 1920, 1921. Ashurst didn't leave for 12 years. Wow. Joined by the close group of uh, friends <laughs> wow. who shared an interest in the paranormal, the Ackroyds held regular attempts to communicate with the dead. Mm. Um, he, uh, he, they, uh, it's a kind of a bizarre background, I guess, for a guy who was in yeah, obviously, the original Ghostbusters. And Murray's in this one, right? Bill yeah. Murray is actually in this movie, not as a Ghostbuster, but as something else. Is he? Yeah. yeah. He's like, yeah. They showed a clip of him. Um, uh, and now, the Ghostbusters uh, new one will not come out in China. Um, the, the official censorship guidelines of the Chinese government technically prohibit movies that promote, promote cults or superstition. Um, and hmm. that is a holdover from the Communist Party's secular ideology, which is interesting because I thought only religious people killed people. But no, they're secular, secular ideology, hmm. responsible for more deaths than any other country in our nation's history, including the German Nazis. Um, countries re re regulators occasionally have been known to use this obscure provision as rationale for ba banning films that feature ghosts or supernatural beings in a semi-realistic way. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's interesting because you go back and you look at um, uh, Ghostbusters, the original. Cause I, I mean, do you have any interest in seeing this new one? No. I mean, literally, it, no. I've never seen a movie with worse buzz than this, and it can't be that bad. I've it? I, I know, no that's what seeing. I keep saying. I mean, I've watched a couple different trailers, I mean, and it's like I've tried the to The trailers think. don't look it's good. It's just so stupid. Right. I mean, how do you go she, from... The, the funny one, whatever her name is, i got to go back. Yeah. The, uh, the one they uh, always Melissa McCarthy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She isn't that funny to me. No, I'm not a huge fan, although some of their stuff has been funny. I think Kate McKinnon is actually... I, I honestly yeah. think this cast... As a whole, is not a terrible cast. Right. If you're going to yeah. take a female Ghostbusters movie, I mean, I, Kate McKinnon is the one with the with the sunglasses. She's actually yeah, pretty, she's pretty funny, funny on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. Uh, what's her face here, who's been in a lot of stuff? Kristen Wiig, Kristen Wiig is I, I, okay, sometimes really funny. <laughs> Melissa McCarthy has her moments. I, like I'm not a, a huge yeah. on the bandwagon, but like she was funny in some of this. It's from Bridesmaids, uh, the Bridesmaids director, which Bridesmaids was pretty yeah, funny. It wasn't bad. Um, uh, I, I don't, and she's also on Saturday Night Live. What's her name? Uh, uh, Leslie something or other? I don't know. Stupid names. Leslie Jones? I don't know. She's yeah, not Leslie Jones. That's hilarious. Yeah, Leslie but. Jones. And I guess Aykroyd's in this bad boy, too. Oh, really? So they, he does, they, he, just a cameo. They're trying. I mean, they're trying with this. Uh, it just seems like a terrible idea from uh, the beginning. And it seems stupid. like such a pander. It, yes! You know? That's yeah. what bugs me. Oh, no, they're women now. Hey, all right, let's I go from it, an all yeah. male cast to all female, and then the female who was in it will make that one a man. It's stupid. One of the big parts about <laughs> Ghostbusters, though, that people don't remember uh, is how pro capitalism it was. Yes. Yes. Watch this segment. This is from Wonderful World of Stu a little while ago, but we brought it back because as Ghostbusters comes out, check this out because this is like you forget the things that were said in this movie. Would mm -hmm. these things happen in a movie today? I, I don't believe it. Watch. Mr. Glenn Beck has taught me many lessons throughout the years, mainly that I need to prepare. Because the end is, of course, near. <laughs> Forty years of darkness is coming. Earthquakes, volcanoes, the dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice, dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria! Either Glenn or Ghostbusters, who said that? I can't remember exactly. Harold Ramis, writer and actor, best known perhaps for his role as Egon in Ghostbusters, passed away recently. And it got me thinking about all the things I learned from that quality, quality film. In the age of 99-plus weeks of unemployment benefits, we have to remember that the Ghostbusters, three 
parapsychology professors out of jobs didn't waste time on the government dole. Instead, they decided to turn their bad fortune into their own business. You're always so concerned about your reputation. Einstein did his best stuff when he was working as a patent clerk. You know how much a patent clerk earns? No. Personally, I like the university. They gave us money and facilities. We didn't have to produce anything. You've never been out of college. You don't know what it's like out there. I've worked in the private sector. They expect results. For whatever reasons, Ray, call it fate, call it luck, call it karma. I believe that everything happens for a reason. I believe that we were destined to get thrown out of this dump. For what purpose? To go into business for ourselves. Mmm! Come on! That's a great entrepreneurial story! But it also teaches us that once business is a success, <laughs> well, then some government agency is going to come in, in this case the EPA, and it's going to crack down on you. <laughs> Excuse me, this is private property. Shut this off. Shut these all off. I'm warning you, turning off these machines would be extremely hazardous. I'll tell you what's hazardous. You're facing federal prosecution for at least a half a dozen environmental violations. Now, either you shut off these beams or we shut them off for you. Every time, every time, there's a couple of lessons there. The government will come in and screw with your business and has no regard as to what effect that will have on our country up to and including ghost explosions. And there's another great point in there about unions where we kind of didn't see too much of this. But the EPA guy wants to turn all this stuff off. He brings along a union guy and keeps saying, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. It's just a switch. The EPA guy got to go out of there and pull the thing himself. But instead, he needs a union guy to do it for him. Ugh. Life lessons here, okay? The government will always try to get in the way of your ambitions with countless regulations and is, be, is really to be feared more than any ghost. One more lesson. I also learned something that I thought was interesting. I found out where Jeffy was in 1984. There he is. Now, oh, Jeffy needs a tan. Problem if that was Jeffy, he would definitely eat himself. called uh, Imperium oh. comes out. I don't know when. Anybody know when this uh, debuts? In oh, August. in August. Okay. Did we it's, do the, um, have we played the uh, Infiltrator trailer? We did that, didn't we? Yeah, for, for a couple weeks ago. That's out, by the way, now uh, with Brian Cranston, and I'm very excited about uh, seeing that. I'm a, as, as I've mentioned, I'm a Brian Cranston fan, but mm -hmm. the movie looks really good. Uh, so that's out now. That's not mm -hmm. this one, though. This one's called mm -hmm. Imperium. Right. Uh, it's about a young I, uh, Nate Foster. Uh, played by Daniel Radcliffe, who is the uh, Harry Potter Busy character. lately. A young, idealistic FBI agent who goes undercover to take down one of my pet peeves. A white, 
a radical white supremacist terrorist group. If I see one more of these damnable radical white supremacy terrorist groups killing thousands of people, I I don't know what I'll do. I I just I I'm so fed up. I'm fed up to hear with a white supremacy terrorist group killings. How many have there been so far? Just well, I mean, let's narrow it down to this week. Uh, there was well, there's the, the, the three hundred thousand on Monday, right? Uh, there was right. two hundred fifty thousand Tuesday. It was a light. Wasn't day. it two hundred sixty five thousand? I think they, oh, yeah, they, they found did fifteen 50, more thousand more dead. bodies. Yeah, yeah. Mass graves. And uh, um, I, I, I'm not going to be able to get to this. It's just too no, many. It's too many. Too many it's many to billions, billions of people have died at the hands of these white supremacy terrorist groups, and I'm. Sick of it. Uh, so I'm glad this <laughs> I'm is being covered. I'm surprised they're actually making a movie about it. It's so bad. All right. Because, well, Daniel Radcliffe could be killed by one of these <laughs> groups. Uh, anyway, here's a look at the trailer. You see the type of organization we have here? Yep. I see it. We can always use a man like you, Nathan. Uh, educated, war veteran, clean record. Essays of Klansmen. And so what's the overall objective? This is revolutionary activity we're talking about here. Inspired by real events. Get in there and make a difference. We are a thinking man's soldiers. First here, and then here. We know where you live. I don't have the skills for this. I can't even defend myself. You do have the skills. Try relating to these guys as human beings. Let me see what we want to see. But just because you're not looking at something, get your hands off me. Doesn't mean it's not there. You okay there, Nate? Look a little off. Big things are coming. An event that wakes people up. Massive terrorist plot. It's morning in America, and there's a new day coming. Are you a cop? These guys are fanatics. They will not be taken alive. For evil to triumph, it only takes good men. To do nothing. That's pretty good, man. Let me ask you something, Nathan. What's your opinion on infiltration? Do you suspect someone? Ah, it's just, you know, it's like they say at these rallies. Look to the left, look to the right. You know, one of these people is a snitch. What's the left? Oh, mm. boy, I'm glad they're shining a light on this. Right? Uh, it looks pretty good, though. I think it looks good. I'm just so tired. <laughs> I mean, who is really killing the people out there? Who is really... Right. Who are the terrorist groups that are actually killing people? Yeah, very few. I mean, are there white supremacists? Yes. Sure. Are, is it a gigantic problem that you... I mean, come no. on. No, it's not. Uh, but, on. I mean, it's still an interesting story. It I mean, is. The problem is that they're not making the equivalent stories about ISIS, right? Like, they don't right. do that, and that's that's right. the problem. I don't, yes. But I, I do like these sorts of movies. I will say that I do too. there's a scale there, which is like, true story at the top, 
then based on a true story, then inspired, inspired by, by real events, events yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's uh, that is the it's <laughs> the loosest tie to the truth. However, I still appreciate the tie for some reason. I mean, there's something about inspired by true real events that makes the movie just a tad better. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, you know, because I mean, yeah. who cares, right? I mean, it, but it's just like I like the idea that they, that there's some actual truth that this person was probably in a very similar situation, though I'm sure they took plenty of liberties. I'm sure they did. Like, would Argo be a great movie? And you haven't seen it, I don't think. Jeffy, you've seen it, right? It was a movie. It was re- it was shown on television, so you've seen it. <laughs> it was broadcast. You saw Argo. Right. You saw Argo. Uh, yeah, I think so. Okay. So if Argo was not a true story. Would it be a great movie? I mean, I, I think it was yeah. a great movie. It was still a good movie. It would still be a good movie. But the fact that it was based on a true story with liberties taken mm-hmm. makes it, to me, considerably better. I don't know why, but I mean, like, the fact mm-hmm. that they actually did that, I mean, that's crazy. They, they actually posed as it a is. movie and company. Hardly anybody knows that story. Right. Yeah. And it's yeah. kind of, it, anyway, it was only released out of uh, the classified files, you know, within the last like 15 years. Yeah. So, I mean, so there's Argo and then uh, there's uh, um, Armageddon. That was based on true right. no, based see, on real based events. Based on real events. Yeah. Uh, you're telling uh, me Armageddon yeah. would be a better movie if it was actually true? By the way, they actually did <laughs> blow up a freaking asteroid. Uh, we watched the movie. You're telling me they wouldn't be true? Thank you. say based on real events. There was an asteroid once. It, uh, it didn't hit the, the United States. <laughs> but, had, but it was based on real events. They sent a spaceship up into space. This is how we <laughs> might handle it in that particular situation. We'll send Bruce Willis up there. Look, it's true. <laughs> I mean, it may not be Bruce who actually goes. Who we could Somebody be, who looks if like it's not Bruce, we're doomed. Then. You know, yeah, we are somebody. probably screwed in that. Yeah, because... Yeah, he did me. Uh, uh, Harry Stamper. Yeah, well, he, play, he played Harry Stamper, but this Bruce Only Willis. I mean, you I remember mean, the guy's I do because, name? Because uh, Harry will do it. He doesn't know how to fail, and he okay. doesn't. He blows it up. What about uh, Twister? What was the main character in Twister? Oh, I love Twister. Uh, so what's her face? Helen Hunt. Helen Hunt. Yeah, yeah. but what was her name? And uh, Heroin Boy what was, was her in that character. Heroin sucks. Who's Heroin Boy? Yeah, the, the guy that OD. What's his name? Oh, Phoenix or no? 